up that diesel. Um, 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 let's go diesel. Um. So was at the Orange Bowl? Mm-hmm. Playoff, yeah. The nigga was just walking around the whole Bama team that couldn't touch him. <laughs> like, they were getting all types of pressure. But when he took off running, mm-hmm. they couldn't touch him. They said he runs like a 4-3, man. That's fucking nuts, bro. Yeah. I want to say he ran like a 6-1 the first base. Like, that was like his first base clock time. That's fast as shit. Yeah, man. That motherfucker, yeah. he, he real deal. That's, I ain't going to lie. Cardinals fans got some shit to watch. <laughs> oh yeah, he is gonna put on a show. Not only is he fast, he's unbelievably like sudden. You know? Yes, like, yeah. It's, like, it's just—it's so subtle. Like that play versus Apke. First off, I wouldn't want to be the one tackling him there. Apke? Absolutely about, not. Two, about, like the move. I thought he walked around Landon Collins. That was it. That wasn't the other joint was Landon Collins. I thought. Nah, those both Apke. Really? Nah, right. the other joint was Collins. Like when, so, when you talk, I'm talking about when he stutter stepped. He out here hit niggas with the hezzy and shit. I'm, I'm talking about both the touchdown runs. We're both the against touchdown Apke, run was landed. Nah. Oh, nah, God. it was Apke. Yep. I'm positive, bro. I'm talking about the joint where he hits the hesitation and then turns the corner. Is that the – but he had one that was called back, too, though, right? You're talking about the one that was called back. Oh, that's the joint that was called back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but well, point, point well taken. Yes, he does that. Like, completely kind of frozen. frozen. Yo, a 40 – let me tell you, it's, a, it's breaking news. Kyle Shanahan and 49ers blame rash of injuries on MetLife turf. Wow. And they got to go back there next week. Damn. Well, I mean, My I ain't showing no guts to him on this podcast. Tough luck, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I knew that sun, Sunday was going to be suspect as shit? Hmm. I was at this little thing for my uh, niece's fourth birthday on Saturday afternoon. And hmm. I'm playing with Romy. And I bend over. And a fucking bird takes a shit on my back, man. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> it, 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 bro, I was like, here for a long day, nigga. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, the bird's dropping early on me like this, huh? Okay. That's supposed to be good luck. Isn't that good luck? Oh, damn, hey, dog. Everybody at the party said that to me as good luck. I'm like, you didn't get your jean jacket shit on. Like, I don't, I don't hear that shit. <laughs> <laughs> jean jacket got shit on, then the squad got shit on. Damn. Hey, man. Yeah. Hey, we're on to Cleveland, man. I'm not even blown. We're on to Cleveland. Like, what? We're going to struggle. We're going to get our ass kicked by Cleveland. You think so? Dude, we're not going to be able to block Miles Garrett, man. Whoa. No offense out here. You're right. We're going to fall behind, and then we're going to do a pass protect. You can already see that coming. But we should be able to get it, Baker Mayfield, though. Are we going to, but are we going to be able to do it at the beginning of the game? That's that's the thing. Are we like, going to give up seven on the opening drive? Are we going to go three and out again to start and lose field position? Is Steven Sims going to fumble the fucking punt? Yeah. As we're fumble. as we're about to get good field position again, like come that was on, a tough man. Fumble, man. We just shit tough all over fumble. ourselves early in that game yesterday, man. Yeah. No, nah, they they like you couldn't have started this game worse. Yeah. And then Landon makes a great play, but again, you're not pass protected. You might as well just try to run that ball in the end zone, man. Because we weren't, I'm... we just couldn't pass protect nope. early in the game. We just couldn't. At some yeah. point, I mean, I know Rivera's not going to make no, you know, emotional decisions. But if you get another week of shit play from Christian and West Martin, they got to get the fuck, bro. And you got to put in Sadiq and Ishmael. Give the next young boys, give them a shot. 
Like, we got to do a rotation thing or something. I know we not he not expecting to go anywhere. He knows this is a year for them to grow and get better. But yeah, but you can't be getting seven killed out man. Can't be getting seven killed. But that wasn't just them yesterday. Oh, no, I know. I'm just saying. And honestly, truth be told, Chandler Jones had a good game. He didn't completely dominate the game. Yeah, no. I didn't feel like he did. He had a good game, though, man. Which he, which he has against everybody, not just Jerome Christian. The one play I, where I saw Christian really made me upset is on that uh, – what play was it? It was the play where McLaurin was open on the uh, corner route. Him and Wes Martin – blew a stunt mm-hmm. and that's when Corey Peters went over the, the top and just because that was seven that was strike with the band if he had another half second he lets that joint loose you can't be out here just blowing assignments bro you can't be yep. doing that shit and people yep. people are like well that that was on ass because it's like he had pressure up the middle he couldn't have made that throw nope without like actually being able to throw the ball he couldn't have made that throw off his back. That shit would have got picked off. I mean, even Fox showed us, yes, they had a little, you know, a little replay where they ran a few of the plays back. And, like, I mean, I can't count on my fingers how many times this dude could not set his feet and step into his throws, bro. Like, if you consistently having pressure on your blind side and your face, I mean, of course, you're going to have a few throws that are going to be airborne. And obviously, we know he has trouble with accuracy and stuff. But, I mean, that block, that O-line play is unacceptable, man. I know Dwayne can make some more plays, but. The shit we getting from the O-line right now, especially the veterans and Sheriff and Moses, that shit is unacceptable. Out of out of the starting five, the only one that's probably playing starter-worthy or starter-level is probably Ruye. Moses been all right. I didn't think Ruye had a good game yesterday. I thought Moses shit himself yesterday. Sheriff getting well, blown back on that first and goal from the nine played by Jordan Phillips, strip sack. And McLaurin's wide, like butt-ass naked open. I don't even think the Hassan was looking at him. On that play, it was play action. By the time he turns around, he had to immediately move. Yeah. Right. Well, we're going to have to understand, we can't do five sevens, five seven drops with this old line. It's not. It's, you just can't do it. It's not going to work. Then it's we're been, never, never going to score. Those yeah, long but, developing plays, maybe we got to send them on a bootleg or something. Attack yeah, one side of the field or something. I don't know. But that Corey. shit we doing now, that drop back is not going to work. It's just not going to work. Right. But the short throws will only work for one driver or two. Yep. And we only have one person to throw that pass to. Like, for me, the issue is we could be like, well, well let's, throw, let's, let's do the quick passing. But to who? It's only to 17. There's no one. Like, that's the issue here. The issue is there are no plays in which, and I say this to y'all, like, there's a receiver hasn't made a play yet. Hasn't no made one. No one's not made. <clears throat> not even big plays. That's about, like, just a tough catch, a nice catch. No receiver has made a play to help the quarterback under duress, period. Terry could have had a day yesterday. Terry had seven for 125 and a touch. If that corner route that Haslam's was sacked on, plus the um, strip sack were both completions and touchdowns, and he would have had, uh, what was that, nine for maybe like 203 touches? He showed he me something. I mean, I already he, knew McLaurin had it, but he, he dropped the ball. Bad feet up, bro. He did drop he the ball. The, he dropped the ball. He did. Yeah. He did. I told Corey this um, before you hopped on here, Cliff. You know what pisses me off, though, is that Logan Thomas leads his team in targets now. He's not even McLaurin. It's unacceptable. If I were Scott Turner, I would step into the film room. I would make a cut of every single play where uh, 17's not getting the ball. And I'm like, okay, on this play, why is McLaurin not getting the ball? Okay, on this play, why is McLaurin not getting the ball? He has seven targets, at least double that. 
He's on his back, Cliff, but I feel like we can make more of a – or Scott can make more of an effort to – when we open up the game and we have our first drive, let's try to get 17 involved. Clearly, we know we don't have many weapons, and I understand – don't get, believe me, I'm a 1,000% with you. It has to be on his back and the pressure in his face. It's, it's ridiculous, but we got to make a better effort to try to get Terry involved early on, and that's all I'm saying. Right, but I think this is – I think this is how I'm looking at this, right? The games, the flow of the game – just hasn't been that way. First, like the, we had the ball first yesterday. We did. We, we did. We got quick three and out. Right, but we went, we got behind the sticks, and then the drive was over. Right, it, nope. not, not behind the sticks. We got stopped on first down, pass rush, drive is over. It's like third and long. They know the, they know we're looking at McCorn third and long. Right, then we're immediately. The issue is like we're then immediately behind. Week one, same thing. So your game plan, whatever game plan you had. The first two weeks, the offensive game plans have been rendered kind of useless by the end of the first quarter. Absolutely. I, I, that's 100%. I'm with you on that. For sure. Yeah. Game on plan is thrown side. out the door when you're consistently opening up. If you're not behind the sticks, you're just not getting any movement. You're not getting – you're not picking up any yardage to help the quarterback, pretty much. He's in third and long situations right out the gate, and that's just – that's negative for a second-year quarterback. That's just not a good scenario. Offense got 555 yards of total offense through two Who's games. Offense? Our offense? Yeah, 555 total yards. Only the Jets, the Saints, and Raiders are worse. And the obviously the Raiders and Saints play here in about an hour and a half. So that just shows how inept we've been. You, you can't allow – and especially with the way the secondary has been playing, like you can't just put all the pressure on the D-line. Like you have to give them a lead. Like you can't just say, go get the quarterback, force eight sacks, a few turnovers, and then we'll, the offense will you know follow up with that. No, that's not the way this is supposed to work. Yeah, but the off defense is giving up touchdowns on the first drive. Both games took the words out of my mouth. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. And that's another thing I was thinking about is, listen, I'm giving Jack Del Rio all the praise because I know he's done a good job with the defense so far, but. Working our ass whooped when written out, your first 20 written out, first, whatever. First 15 is scripted. Yeah. And back-to-back back games, a scripted session. Exactly. We begin our ass on that. Yeah. Not, so, ta- not taking away anything from what, like you said, Paul, you're not taking away anything from what he's doing. Obviously, he's making the defense better if they're in attack mode for 60 minutes. But in that first 5-10 or that first 15, in the first quarter, we've been exposed for two weeks back-to-back. And it's not even that we're getting these big plays. I mean, they, there have been some chunk plays, especially uh, the Rieger play versus Philly last Sunday. But for the most part, they're just getting marched on. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting you bring up uh, <clears throat> when you mentioned the offenses near the bottom, that you, that you put the Jets there, right? Because the Jets, the Jets' young quarterback is in the same situation as our young, as the young quarterback here. Well, everybody, said, everybody says Darnold's going to be great. I'm not sure. No, no, I'm saying they're in the same situation as far as like, dude, you have not been given – how are you just supposed to succeed with this? How? Oh, Cliff, I'm with you. Don't take what I said the wrong way. What I'm saying is basically Darnold's been given a window where people say, well, we feel like he's going to be a great quarterback or they've seen him do things where it's like, okay, he has a future. But I see what you're saying as far as the old line and the weapons that he had. He doesn't have shit, but it's just right. funny how Haskins gets attacked after his ninth start and people saying he doesn't have it. But you got up in New York where Darnold really hasn't done much of anything, but Folks are saying, well, he has a bright future ahead of him. You know what I mean? Oh, I think that's going to be dead after this year. People are going to be done with Darnold after this year. Mm. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, how can you even evaluate your quarterback? Like, let's say you are trying to evaluate. Because that's, that's really what it's supposed to be on offense, right? It's an evaluation of whether this person should be the quarterback. Mm-hmm. 
how can you evaluate any of this with these players? Yeah. And like it's the same shit. It's no surprise the Jets are the other worst offense in the league. We knew they'd be one. Like we're in the same shit. Everybody knew we would be the two worst offenses in the league. Just that's, the that's why I don't understand the uproar from the fan base. Like, why are you surprised he doesn't have time to throw? Why are you surprised the receivers aren't getting open outside of McLaurin? Why are you surprised the run game hasn't really got going yet? The offense is – it lacks a lot of talent, and the O-line is one of the worst in the league. Yeah, well, but I might as well just say the entire unit is one of the worst in the league. Yeah, but Corey, how did they – this is unacceptable as an organization. I'm, I'm, even, that, like, I'm with you. How do you even put yourselves in this situation? Because – you had the worst group in the league last year, arguably. You're lucky. You got you got lucky with a third round pick who looks like he's a fucking all pro level player potentially, right? Mm-hmm. You didn't even upgrade this group. It's like they they lost out on Amari Cooper and were like, "Well, fuck it, let's just sign Doncho Inman." <laughs> like, that's that's not gonna get it done for your young quarterback. Like, I'm not saying they should have went all willy nilly after they lost out on Cooper, but. I'm with you, Cliff. They didn't do anything to help this young man as far as the skill position. So, you know, this, lets, this leads me to believe you're not even – they don't plan on you being here. Mm. They, that's because I'm looking at this and I'm like, dude, even when Calvin Harmon got hurt, you didn't really try to bring anyone in. Right. Well, Rivera kept saying, I want to see the young talent that we have. That was his, that's his go-to line for the entire roster since he's been here. I want to evaluate the young talent. We don't. We're not looking to bring in an AB or a veteran or a. You See, know, I, I'm not even thinking like AB or these kind of players. I'm saying they have done. Talent. They did nothing. Yeah. They did nothing. So you're not even going to be able to tell what's really going on. At least not for a while. It's going to take. It's going to take this offense about six weeks to even look like a like like a team that can consistently move the ball. Well, did y'all catch the comment when Rivera was like, "We're not going to be able to evaluate this offense really." Truly, until next year, he said that. And he's right. I mean. But that goes back to what Cliff just said, Paul. You feel me? Like, if that's what you're saying, are you saying you believe in Haskins? Or is this a wash and you're just going to give up on Mm -hmm. him and you're going to start brand new with your new quarterback and your new skill position? Like, you know, I mean, that that may be the case. It might be a situation next year where this team goes 4-12 and and they're in position to draft Trey Lance or Justin Fields and they decide to go that way. But I, I don't want people to forget that Haskins really has been given a raw deal here. Let's look at the, the offensive skill position players. 17 is a dog. 24 has shown some good things. I That's like it. 41. I like 41 in his role. That's Nobody it. else has been good. That's it. Right. That's even it. 41. Even 41. That's a journeyman. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, I mean, I like as hyped as they want to be about McKissick. It's the journeyman, man. Like the like the most of shit is wild. It's like well, how the fuck did this happen? Right. So that happening with McKissick, that ain't like that kind of shit ain't happening, man. Yeah. I and mean, what'd you say that is it pretty much an expansion offense? Like you if you had to sit down and put together a fifty-three with just the scraps from other teams, this is something what, what the offense might look like. But what is do you say some, to the crowd that says Haskins is supposed to elevate this town? We've been saying for eight months that Haskins has been growing, but he still has seven starts. So two weeks in the season. It's nine, and people thought he would have turned a corner. Like, what are you guys talking about here? Like, can we be reasonable in our critiques of Haskins? Yes, mm-hmm. he's looked bad at times. He needs to do better at hitting receivers um, when they're open in the field, getting off his first read. 
Oh, man, that, that Logan Thomas miss yesterday killed me on that drive when they're uh, we're down 20 nothing. by the way. But, I, you know, I'm not going to kill him for that. He has things he needs to work on. But let's keep this in perspective. Like, we knew that he was wrong. We knew he had seven starts. Two weeks in, with no talent around him, he still looks bad. He may get ran out of here, but we are being way too harsh as a fan base right now on him. That's what I'm saying. I just don't understand all the uproar. We knew the offense was going to struggle early on, especially with a young quarterback, a new a new offensive coordinator who's in his first year as an offensive coordinator, his first year with the team, his first year calling plays. Like, even Rivera has said, like, he's had, he's had to reach out to Scott a couple times in the game. Like, you need to settle down yourself. Like, this is the whole clip. The way you put it with the expansion, that's a great way to put it. Because the offense is truly an expansion team offense from the coaching staff on to the players. Like, it's all – it's just vanilla and it lacks top-tier right. talent. I, I, I know some people on here probably aren't old enough to remember this, but I remember that first game, Cowboys versus Texans, way back when in 2002. Like, mm. how many times you, that year did David Carr get sacked? It oh, kind of looks like Haskins behind center yesterday. Just mm -hmm. He takes a seven-step drop, he turns around, there's somebody in his face. How can you really evaluate a quarterback like that? And what I pray doesn't happen with Haskins, whether it's here or somewhere else, is that he gets the Patrick Ramsey treatment where he shell shocks from numerous hits and not getting protected, and that just fucks up his entire career. Like, you need to give some confidence to your young quarterback, and there's one way not to do it for sure, and that's not giving him proper protection when he's trying to develop and learn offense. I feel I – think, I think it's just one of those things, like, the truth is you are missing throws. So – he is not helping his cause at all. The, the, it's stuffed against them, definitely. But he, you, you do need to play better, definitely. Right? I think he is going to play better. I think so too. But that's probably why I'm not so in an uproar, Cliff. It's the second fucking week of September. Right. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not saying I expected them to struggle like this, but I kind of had a feeling we weren't gonna be good on offense in the month of September. It does not surprise me. Scott Turner's still trying to figure out who the fuck he wants in the backfield. He's trying to figure out who's his second option outside of McLaurin. They still trying to get an O-line to come out there and protect for more than two seconds. Like, they still learning their players. A young team, new coach, no offseason, no mini camp, no OTA. And, hey, folks, you guys got three-week three week training camp. Get ready. Like, for these, this young group, that's tough, bro. Especially for a young quarterback in another offense. Yeah. Now, if, if Haxes if is doing this shit in November – Okay, I might change my tune. But right now, I mean, I'm just hoping the boy – just come on, bro. Just get better next week. That's all. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's where I'm at with, when it comes to players, man. It's been two weeks, man. Two weeks. Right? Two weeks. You're one and one. We started off slow week one, played better in the second half. Same – he just did – there was never a chance to turn it around. Nope. In week two. Because he couldn't – like, the other team just had better players than you. Yep, right? The Eagles aren't that good a team. No. So it's just one of those things where there's got to be a level of patience. Like you have to be patient. But then also accept that there are things that you're not providing this player that are going to make this player struggle. And I was just saying, he kind of hinted at that, what you were saying. Like, um, as far as what the offense has and does not have, he's like, I mean, clearly you can't put everything on the quarterback. Yes, he's missing his throws, but you can't blame him for – the O-line protection breaking down or somebody running the wrong route or, you know what I mean, like a play call that shouldn't have happened at a certain time frame. Like he was trying to give those examples as far as like you can't put everything on the quarterback, but of course that's the first thing everybody's going to do, so.
Speaking of not having weapons, you know something I read today that's crazy? Mm-hmm. Yesterday was the first time that Daniel Jones had Saquon Barkley, Evan Ingram, uh, yeah. Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard, and Golden Tate on the field all at once. I saw and that, Sa- And then Saquon tears his ACL and Sterling Shepard gets turfed up. I, I mean, that, I mean, well, fuck him. I mean, I don't give a shit, but. We knew it would be the last time. All those guys are always injured. Sterling <laughs> <laughs> Shepard is always injured, man. Mm-hmm. Always. Shepard yes. Ingram? Golden Tate, he gets banged up. I don't even want to talk about the Giants. Because, frankly, they stink just like us. You stink, yeah. Giants. You're 0-2. Eagles, 0-2. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. The Eagles. I'm, I didn't know if Carson Wentz was as bad as he was week one versus us. Like, he had a bad game. He was horrid yesterday. Like, Wentz he was even worse yesterday for him. He is struggling. struggling. Joe Namath. Drunk boys with the, the Susie Cobra eyes, like you struggling. Like, I like you, Susie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chad, they asked my man, uh, Joe Namath, about Chad Pankton. He was like, Man, Susie busted up. <laughs> Yo, the, the thing about the thing about it is with, with the Eagles, they did a lot to like make sure Wentz is standing out. Mm-hmm. Now everybody's gonna blame Wentz. Mm-hmm. They're sick of him talking Philly, bro. about Doug Peterson. What's up with your head coach? Hey, Peterson was going on Wentz. Said that shit was unacceptable. <laughs> 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 they going through it up I ninety five, bro. <laughs> oh shit! Because um, I mean, if we're being realistic, Philly feel they feel like their team is built for now. So this shit ain't looking good, bro. They got a I lot of veterans you. on that team that might not be around much longer. So I told you how they're scheduled. They're done. They might be fucked. They're done this year. I'd be they're surprised. definitely fucked. That's, that's six and ten right there. I said on the last podcast, too. Remember, they're like $72 million over the cap already for next year. God. You're about to be ass, and you got to cut a number of players. Like Y'all are going to find out real quick what's likely back in the basement of the division because y'all might be headed there pretty soon, sooner than you think. And they're all going to blame the quarterback. That's going to be the fucked up part. Gonna, That's their go-to. Everybody's going to blame Wentz. Mm-hmm. Going, everybody's going to blame Wentz for it. Even Man. though your O-line got old. Like, like, look, this is what the fuck I'm saying about a quarterback like Haskins. This is an incredibly young quarterback. Doesn't have a lot of experience. Wentz has played significantly more games than, than Haskins. Right. They can't protect him. Look how bad he looks. <laughs> And he has more talent to throw to than Haskins does. Way more talent. If you are like, I don't even care about sack numbers. If every fucking time we need to throw the ball, we can't protect, it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. Like, that's the shit that people don't get. If, if Even if you had fucking Mahomes, if it is literally every third down, 36, no time, none. Nobody can survive that way, man. Nope. And nobody's getting open. Right. Well, they got and the Bengals next. Open. They got the Bengals <laughs> next. So Philly might get a dub next week. Right, but look who, who look at look at their next couple games after that. They're finished. Instead of four and up. You see their next couple games after that? Niners. But Niners banged up though. But Steelers Ravens, yeah. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> Fuck out of here, Philly. A moment like this, some people <laughs> wait a lifetime for a moment like this. 
Yeah, shout out to Gibson. Hey, Cliff, I was just telling Paul, Gibson's going to be a fucking stud. A dog. <laughs> Absolute dog. He's going to be a dog. <laughs> a fucking dog. Get an old line in front of him and watch that young man work. I just, I know it. First man never tackles him. Never, Cliff. Never. He really has runs where he's just, just rolling downfield. You know what I'm saying? Like he's always going to make somebody miss one yard downfield or in the backfield. Like, can mm-hmm. you give my man some space to roam? Jeez. I mean, like, with this shit O-line, he had 13 for, like, 55 and a touch. You know what I'm saying? Imagine if he had a league average O-line. Yeah, he's going to be a dog. Yeah. Uh, Sims, right, you, gotta, you, can't, you can't up that punt. You can't up the punt. Period. That might be his first fumble as a punt returner, right? He didn't have one last year, did he? Yeah, no, nah, he didn't. Man, Steven, right, I'm, got, I'm some, Steven got some talent was, to return punts and kicks, though. I like Steve back there. No, nah, you're right. I'm being unfair because he was good last year. But you, you can't fumble that. Like, yeah, you had just held him to a three and out. They're punting you. You're going to have decent field position. And then you fumble and, and boom, it's 14 nothing. Like, you can't – we can't have that. Yeah. Uh, let, let's switch over to defense. I think we've talked about the offense quite a bit. Um, defensively, I know we talked about um, not putting your offense in a hole. Um, if I'm looking at the positives from yesterday, and there aren't many, Chase Young did his thing again. He leads the NFL in sacks. Uh, KPL had 15 tackles. Uh, that one was beautiful on that first drive of the game. On the first drive of the second half, I should say, was third and one. He, he flares out. He gets uh, Chase Edmond in the backfield. That, that's, yep. that's a hell of a tackle. Yeah. And I noticed I didn't see KPL in coverage a lot this week. They must have figured out that's not the way to use him. I mean, I, I could have told you that, but. No, nah, I think side they're, they're, they're playing side the last scrimmage. That, that's the way to use him. I, mean, I don't want him really turning his hips and trying to run with anybody. So, Nah, Paul, they don't use tight ends, remember? I was going to say, we got, if we keep it in a buck, they didn't have no Ertz and Dallas Goddard out there. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't play a lot of tight ends. Yeah. Like, they're tight ends who, uh, what's his name, Arnold, who used to be on the Saints. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. getting a lot more four-on um, receiver sets. Yeah. Um, uh, the safeties, man. I, I'm not going to be too harsh on Apke, man, because Apke, to me, is in the same boat as somebody like Haskins where we just – we can't – judge them right now because they're really raw. We knew they were raw. Um, but he, he can't be out here doing this shit. Like, again, another week where he's flat-footed, not turning his hips and running with the receiver. And he looked – Isabella get him behind him. Uh, you know, I'm not going to knock him too much for those two um, missed tackles on Kyler Murray because being for real, like, I don't think anybody in space is tackling him like that. But there's just holes in his game right now that are becoming glaring. I don't know if teams are targeting him by design or not, but every time he is in a position to make a play, he, he hasn't this year, you know. Um, Collins, great pick. That's a great break on that ball to get an interception, but another guy that needs to play better, and he's supposed to be one of the leaders of the defense. He's an $84 million man. Um, it's okay that you're a box safety, but you have to be a good box safety. Uh, there was a point of the game where it was 27-15, and make no mistake, I didn't really think they were going to win yesterday at any point, but it's 27-15. You have the Cardinals in a second and 15 with four minutes left, and they run a draw to Drake, and he just runs right past you down the sideline. Like, like, I don't know where the run fit is. Like, he's just sitting there like he's running in quicksand. Like, I don't know, man. Like, like he's got to play better to me. Like, it, as one of the leaders of the defense and one of the guys that we're counting on going to this season, like, he's got to do better. Like, so the whole safety position to me, they, they get an F for yesterday. And I don't know what's going to happen moving forward. Maybe we need to see more Cameron Curl. Maybe when Kendall Floyd comes back, we see some – Rotation with him there back deep, but something has to be done because they're a liability right now. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to kill Appy too much because I'm going to take the route that he's young and kind of like Cliffman saying he needs 
he needs some work, which means he needs some playing time. But you can't have those blown assignments and you can't be doing the same shit that you were doing with the previous regime and taking poor, piss poor angles and coming up when you know you're the last line of defense. Like I told y'all, as you guys know, free safety is the last line of defense. Your, your mindset should be to keep everything in front of you. And that shit that he did on that Andy on that play to Isabella was fucking unacceptable. <laughs> like, okay. if you get a better throw, that's a fucking touchdown. That was absolutely pathetic. Oh, that now, was don't get somebody guessing though. Yeah, he hit, but see, Cliff, he's not comfortable. But that goes back to what you're saying. He needs, he's got he to get some more. Play. Maybe it will improve over time as he gets more reps and you know more repetition. But and maybe it might not. It might not. But right. you got only one way to find out. Right. So you got to play the guy. Like that, like my thing with player development is like it can't be well. You fucked up. We know you're. We know you need playing time to get better. But when you fuck up, you don't get to play anymore. Guy, live with the mistakes. The way he's playing, he will get benched. Just a matter of time, right? So you got to put that in that. Yeah, I mean, you're someone that's playing, you're playing, you're playing incredibly slow. Like mm-hmm. you're not you're not seeing the game quick enough. You're playing mm-hmm. very slow. And maybe it's either because you're hesitant to make a mistake, but you're 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 playing you, you seem like you're playing kind of tight, man. Yep. He's not playing free at all. That's a good way to put it. You know, he hasn't been playing free safety that long. This is his first time starting free safety on a level like this without preseason or even a really summer workout program to speak on, where he's with the coach is getting tips. But, you know, that being said, like, you, you can't be out here just being a total liability. Because you, oh, you will lose You will lose I got to – I have to remind everyone that, like Rivera said, this is a developmental year, and this is a year to see what we got. So, I'm not pulling Atkey after two games, just like the people that are saying play Kyle Allen after two games. Like, no, sit down, shut the fuck up. Let the young players <laughs> go back out there and try to prove themselves in week three. Because <laughs> expectation from this fan base three weeks ago was, we're going to be some shit. We're going 4-12, 6-10, and all of a sudden we beat Philly and everybody's all in uproar. Like, we supposed to be out here just dropping 30 a week. Like, there's going to be growing pains for all the young players. That's how you fucking get better. Now, if they don't got it, they don't got it, and then the team will move on. But I'm not going to fucking just blow up everything over after two weeks. You know, that's just not how good organizations operate. Who said Bench Haskins? Dude, Cliff, they've been all over Twitter. Oh, clearly you haven't been on Twitter today, Cliff. For the most yeah. toxic fans in the league. It's incredible. Could have had Cam Newton. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. can you shut the fuck up? And I mean, we could have had could've... Cam Newton like the other 30 teams. I mean, shut we up. Could've, we could have had Cam Newton. Listen, listen. We could have had Cam Newton. And Cam be playing right behind the same old line. Don't forget oh, nah, that. Nah, Cam, Cam, Cam is Cam. Cliff, I ain't, I'm not denying that. Like, you know, I love Cam, but. Like, I'm going to separate the two. On. Like, I, I don't even think it's fair. I don't think it's fair for the fans to even be bringing up Cam Newton. It's absurd. But it's not fair. It's, it's, I understand it. Because you could have signed Cam Newton, but these people weren't saying sign Cam Newton. So they need to shut the fuck up. The, the issue is here, they didn't, they weren't saying sign Cam Newton either. Thank you. I don't recall there being like a big groundswell on the fan base to sign Cam Newton. I recall a whole bunch of people saying, oh, he's injury prone. He's got brittle bones. Oh, he's, he's injured. He's not going to do anything. What, we can't be Carolina North. Why do we want Cam? Blah, 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 blah. Come on, man. 
I don't know. I, I think that the, the dynamic there was not right. I mean, you can't just say, hey, Cam, we're a rebuilding team. Bring your 31-year-old self to D.C. and let's get to popping. Like, he's in a great situation right now. He's with Bill Hold Belichick. On. He's Hold on, though. Paul, if they wanted to sign Cam Newton. They could have signed him. The whole offseason would have been different. So, who the fuck knows if Amari Cooper signs? Like, that's a completely different conversation. Completely different, which is why I'm not even trying to think about that, it. Yeah, that's why it's not even – they would not have approached the offseason the same. They wouldn't have. Yeah. Yeah. Not here. So, it's a completely different convo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, speaking of young players they need to develop, uh, I'm still really high <laughs> on this guy, but Jimmy Moreland got baptized yesterday. That, that was not a great show for him. A Bless couple him. of tackles. I mean <laughs> – Larry Fitzgerald gonna take him to school, man. That that's just the what's gonna be. Larry Fitzgerald, that's what is it is, and a first a first ballot Hall of Famer. And Jimmy Moreland had a great game last week, but um, he's still learning. He's still learning. So sure. there's gonna be weeks where they're just gonna get outplayed by better teams, better skill position players. Like even yeah. I remember on that fourth down play where Jimmy had Fitz in a slot. I knew that shit was curtains. There was no way in hell Jimmy was gonna stop that play. You know, come on now. It's just certain things that the young players aren't used to yet. But that's a part of growing pains, man. Jimmy yeah, had a great game last week, and this week he ran into a future Hall of Famer that just knows the ins and outs of every route. He knows everything. So it's going to be situations you're going to have things like that throughout the season. It is what it is. Yeah, n- not only that. Um, yeah, he's learning. He's learning on the job. It's also – this was a bad matchup for the Redskins. Damn. I'm going to cut that part out. Damn. This is a bad <laughs> – I feel like this was a bad matchup for us. Um, where the Eagles were banged up and you had a quarterback in Wentz who was holding the ball for maybe a little bit too long and he was staying in the pocket and not trying to get loose. Like, we knew if Kyler Murray was going to get loose and be able to extend the play that we were in trouble because I felt like the back four were, was, a, uh, was right for the picking versus a team like the Cardinals with Hopkins and Fitzgerald and Kirk and Isabella. You know, it, it, you just ran into a bad matchup. You ha- and you didn't have Fuller. You didn't have Fuller there to even reinforce the secondary. You had Darby getting cooked by Christian Kirk. By the way, that 55-yard uh, dime down the sideline, like, I don't know many quarterbacks that can make that throw. Dime. We've said, we've said it again. I'll say it one more time. Kyler Murray is definitely Real deal, like, he's, If he's not uh, a MVP candidate here in, like, two months, then something has gone tragically wrong, but he's going to tear his league up for, for the time being. I'm confident in that. It's funny because we had a few in our fan base when he was coming out, and people were like, what do you want? To, what are we going to do, trade up for the baseball player? <laughs> like, it was people going on Kyler Murray in this area when he was coming out. You remember that when he was coming out? We was about to get drafted, and people were like, well, should we trade up and get him, blah, blah, blah? No, we weren't going to get him anyway, but it's just funny how this fan base reacts to certain players. They say one thing, and then now, clearly, this motherfucker has – the potential to be all world at the quarterback position. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm just saying that based on the Haskins criticism, man. Like, everybody's just got to calm down. Let the kid get to his 10th start next week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Come on, bro. Imagine how blown you would be if you were Kyler Murray right now and you had gone and signed with the A's. And instead of being <laughs> an MVP caliber quarterback, getting ready to maybe probably make half a billion dollars when your contract is up, instead you're sitting in a motel room playing for the AAA Oakland, whoever's in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Rancho uh, Cucamongas. <laughs> he, wouldn't even be, he wouldn't even be playing. He wouldn't, right. Cliff. <laughs> he wouldn't right. be playing at all. 
right? Yeah, he, he made the right choice, man. Uh, real deal, yeah, bro. He, he's a dog, deal. man. Uh, I mean, what, what else can we speak on? Um, one last thing uh, that I was thinking about is just uh, how the lack of respect for the defense when they got rolling in the second half. We're going to go for it. You haven't really stopped this yet. And even if you do, you're not going anywhere on offense. So, I, I mean, I hope they take that personally. That, that's a slap in the face. I mean, the Cardinals nah. are, are a very innovative offense, and they were moving the ball with relative ease. Take it, take it personally. Take it personally. I hope you do. No, 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 Paul. Like, I think teams are just going for it more, man. And we go, we're going to see more and more of this because you're supposed to be going for it. Punting is for suckers, man. All right, people, teams punt too much, way too much. There's way too much, especially like first half of the game. Why are you punting? Yeah, they punting was trying to put us away. Four. Yeah, you like you just giving I, more time to you giving more time. Like if it's fourth and four, I got fucking Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins. Why am I punting? Why? Yeah, and no, at I that point, we, could, we that. couldn't stop them anyway. It, it, so just, what the fuck it felt like they kept their foot on the gas the entire 60 minutes, to me, mm-hmm. watching that game. I felt there was no – even they were up 27-3. They were very, very aggressive on offense. They were trying their best to, to, to stomp us out. Maybe, maybe, that's not not maybe, 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 maybe that's not the right word. That's not the right phrase to stomp us out, but they were definitely trying. Like, they didn't, get, they didn't let up. They weren't cruising to the finish line. Plus, the commentators kept mentioning how Kingsbury was bringing up to them all week, how we came back second half, 17, whatever it was, last week versus Philly. So they want to make sure they put us away. They don't want to have no fluke shit or have some random-ass comeback happen this week. So, I mean, they were trying to put the nail in the coffin. All right, let's talk about these Browns real quick. The new week, goddammit. Let's go. Uh, I mean, let's go to Cleveland and get a W. Come on. One of, the things, one of the things I was worried about um, watching the game last Thursday night was seeing Baker and Odell and, like, kind of kick their stride, see Jedrick Wills playing decent and seeing – them start to utilize Kareem Hunt. Uh, I mean, they're running that rock. I mean, I think that Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb are the best one-two punch running backs in football right now. And the fucking Bengals, Paul. Yeah, it was the Bengals, but let's not act like <laughs> Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb aren't talented. They're yeah, but talented. they were literally playing the worst team in the league, man. Somebody said that to you. Us. You just said that we are going to get smashed by the Browns on Sunday. <laughs> you no, know, you're like saying. No, we're going to lose Sunday. <clears throat> we're not going to get smashed. Our defense is actually not bad, man. No, especially our run defense. So defense it's going to be hard to smash us, man. Yeah. Oh, I was so saying that – what I was saying is that they're going to they're hit their stride. Because if, if we played the Bengals last week before they came out there and showed decent against the Bengals, coming off that S when the Ravens gave them, I'd be like, we're about to go in there and smash them. Now they have some confidence. I'm not saying it's enough confidence to lead them to the playoffs or lead them to a winning record, but they found their stride to a degree. Hey, they got some confidence, but they're the fucking Browns. <laughs> listen, look, hey, guys, guys, listen, man. Cliff, first I hear all, what you're saying, all, bro, Paul, but I just all, don't, I don't think we're going to play like that. No I think we're going to be better. Go ahead, Cliff. We're not, smashing it. we're not smashing any football teams this year. No, that's you, a negative. You can get that out your head. I don't give a damn who the fuck we playing. We can be playing the Clemson fucking Tigers. Short of playing Clemson and going to the <laughs> ACC for the year, we not blowing out anybody, baby. Yeah, that's no, not happening. Um, like, we, can we beat them? Sure. Will we beat them? Nah. 
you're not, mm. not going to be able to pass for Pat, man. You're not. And they're going to be able, they're going to get some plays for us. Because they got some skill plays. They're going to get some plays, man. But I think we can get some plays on doing it. I, I feel you on the Miles Garrett situation. Ain't no way in hell Christian Block and Garrett one-on-one. That's not happening. So I'm just hoping with <laughs> – I'm hoping with this week – I'm going to say it again. I really, really, truly hope Rivera considers putting in Sadiq if he's ready and Keith Ishmael somewhere along the line. Like, we got to try something because Miles and I'm almost certain they have Sheldon Richardson inside, if I'm not mistaken. They do. Um, they do. They're going to get out our O-line again, right again, like teams have done the last two weeks. So, But I think we can compete with them just for the simple fact that when it comes to Kyler, obviously, you, you got a lot that you got to deal with. And I feel like he kind of negated our strength because even though the D-line didn't play that bad, like, they really couldn't pin their ears back and get at him like they wanted to. Um, and we know Baker Mayfield, he's not really scrambling around like a Kyler Murray would. So, And obviously, with the way Baker's played over this last couple games, I don't think he's really somebody we should be scared of. I think it's, this is a situation where the defense can get after Baker Mayfield. And if the offense, you know, comes to play – if passes can maybe get some time, like I mean, there's this game is this game is winnable. Speaking of trying new things, I'm always saying this half kidding. They should really go back to the 04 Joe Gibbs offense where there's eight men blocking and there's two men in a row. Like you're not gonna be successful giving Haskins no time. You're also not gonna be successful throwing to anybody but 17. So that's the shit I'm on. Keep in like 18 blocking tight ends, a fullback. I don't care who it is. Bring back Mike Sellers. 17, go deep. <laughs> Sims, quick out. And let's, just, let's see, see what can happen. I, I don't, like, one thing I do know is we have no chance if you're going to be saying 74, go block Miles Garrett on the edge. We might send some out the chip. Like, no. Before that's not you go, work, I'm looking at the uh, Browns depth chart right now. They're starting defense. Olivier Vernon is out. Mac, Willis, Mac Wilson was out. Right cornerback Greedy Williams was out. They don't have anything in their secondary that we should be afraid of. Which means they got they got they got put Denzel Ward on McCorn. Yeah, Denzel Ward was nice. Like, like their high school Man, days. I like don't their, give like, a shit about days. Denzel Ward. Terry McLaurin is going at Denzel Ward. We got to get McLaurin the ball. Is Denzel Ward better than Patrick Peterson? That's not no. what I'm saying. Hey, well, I'm for, guys, man. hey <laughs> I just think we have an opportunity. I'm not I'm not guaranteeing Vic Cliff. But I just think this is not this is a give one of those games that I felt like if we come to play, we could go win. So um, that, that's that's easier said than done. I, I think that you could maybe try to um limit Baker Mayfield in a way that you couldn't limit limit uh Tyler Murray. So th that threat of a quarterback running is always adds a new wrinkle to a running game, and that's why the Cardinals were able to extend drives on us, and we were able to get to the quarterback as often as we wanted to. But Baker isn't really that mobile. I know they're trying to get him out of the pocket more this year, and I think that's kind of more his speed. But you have guys that can contain a guy like Baker Mayfield. What I don't want to see is is them letting 13 or – I forget what number Jarvis Landry wears, 80, I think, but you can't let them get loose. You can't ha let Harrison Bryant get loose. I'm not really worried about somebody like Austin Hooper, but if – you don't guard him, he can hurt you. It's just the, the, the little mistakes, the dumb mistakes, the things we did this week, the not tackling, the bad assignments. Like, that's going to hurt you against a team like the Browns. Can you play a good game against the Browns and limit them to, like, 10, 15, uh, 
17 points? Yeah, sure, you could do something like that, but what's the offense going to do? You know exactly what the offense is going to do. He ain't going to do shit. Damn, Cliff, you just giving up on the old man? It's over? How are we supposed to move the ball, man? Okay, you can, we can be like, okay, throw the ball at 17. The defense is well aware that there's no one else to cover out here, man. Clearly, it is not that simple. It is clear that throwing the ball to 17 is much easier when we are way behind. But we're going to need the defense to force some turnovers on Baker. Like, we, we're, we're just going to have to try to, you know, get some more short fields like we did in the first game versus Philly, cause some turnovers, see if we, you know, put the offense in a you situation where they can succeed. They're not going in yards. You just can't get marched on. Exactly, Corey. You can't get marched on. Mm-hmm. You, you got to force them to kick a field goal. You got to force them to punt. You got to force a turnover. You can't let them have the ball for 35 minutes and not force turnovers or whatever is going to happen. Expect to win a game. This offense has proven one thing and one thing only to me. And that's the defense got to win these games for them. Like, you got to put them in good field position. And it's not fair to the defense to ask them to do this. But that's the reality of the situation. This offense is historically bad. It could end up being historically bad. Um, I, I don't know how they're going to get it done. I don't know. I just don't know. Uh, they're not going to get it done. All right. Let's get about – I'm going to give them 17 points on Sunday. So, you, you, I'll go Browns 24, Washington 17. Browns putting 24 up on us? Yeah, man. Jedrick, Jedrick Wills starting at left tackle, the tackle from Alabama, his first matchup with Chase Young. I'm looking for Chase to expose that matchup. I'm looking for Montez Sweat to expose that matchup. Um, I understand they got skill position players, but I just – I mean, the Browns are garbage. Like, yes, they won versus the Bengals. It's the Battle of Ohio. Somebody has to win the game. But they are not good. Baker Mayfield is not good. Baker Mayfield can give you the ball – quickly and you can turn that around and score some points on short field or whatever you got to do. Um, I don't know, man. I just think we have an opportunity this week. I think the defense is going to bounce back. Um, I'm going 24-17 Washington. Wow. Yep. 24-17 Washington. I don't know. I'm on the fence on this one. Part of me wants to say the fact that Baker isn't mobile, as mobile as somebody like Conor Murray. You could probably force a few more sacks. I don't think they can get eight sacks. You know, that, that seems like a once-a-season uh, type of thing. Um, just can, you just got to contain them, make them kick field goals. I think you can do that. I think they're going to be hungry to, to bounce back after a bad performance yesterday. Offense, you're going to have to take advantage. I'm going to give them a win, but I, I'm, I don't have them scoring 17 points. I'm going to say 17-16, low scoring. Just keep in mind, this same Cleveland team scored six points versus Baltimore week one. It's six Baltimore, points. though. It's Baltimore. I understand. I understand. And it's, it's still Cleveland. It's still yeah, Cleveland. But, but it's still Washington. It's still – yeah, still I was going to say – I don't know why, <laughs> why Corey keeps talking about how much they think, like, we don't live in the same neighborhood as Cleveland. We live on the same block. We live on the same street. We – our kids carpool to school together, all that shit. I don't know why you assume we live in a house. We live in the same <laughs> on the same floor. <laughs> hey man, I'm I'm just looking for Rivera to get the boys going this week. 
figuring out a game plan and going to Cleveland and executing versus the bum-ass Browns, man. You, if, if there's a team you can turn around on, I understand. I'm not saying that we're good. Clearly, we're not good. But if there's a team you can get a win in, it's on. It's versus the Cleveland Browns and Baker Mayfield. Period. Right. So why if you're going you, to get a win. Why do you assume that? Because they stink. Yeah, you know what they're saying about us? If there's a we team stink. you can get a win on. If there's a team you can get a win on. Well, it's battle of the ships. You can be two and one. You can be two and one after that ass whooping. And I guarantee you when they look at their schedule to start the season, they were like, oh, we're going to be two and one. Oh, they always circle Washington. That's been going on for years. We know they're that. Like, they're like, oh, we play the Ravens? Loss. Oh, we play Bengals? Then we got 10 days off to play Washington? Oh, oh, we two and one. So they're expecting to win. Yeah. Well, we'll see, man. We, we're going to see. 